0: The service of prayer and preaching for the ascension of our Lord, May 26th, 2022. The opening hymn is LSB 491, Up Through Endless Ranks of Angels.
1: guide through our lives of fear and failure with your To see the Father's face Alleluia, alleluia Oh, to feel the Son's embrace
0: This is the day which the Lord has made Let us rejoice and be glad in it From the rising of the sun to its setting The name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Sanctify us in your truth. Your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The
1: Lord God is my strength and my son, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, proclaim that his name is exalted. Is my strength and my song, and He has become my salvation. Sing praises to the Lord, for He has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One. Israel. The Lord God is my strength and my son, and he has become my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation.
0: So the two of them went on. Fifty men of the sons of the prophets also went and stood at some distance from them, as they both were standing by the Jordan. Then Elijah took his cloak and rolled it up and struck the water. And the water was parted to the one side and to the other, till the two of them could go over on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, What shall I do for you before I am taken from you? And Elisha said, Please let there be a double portion of your spirit on me. And he said, You have asked a hard thing. Yet if you see me as I am being taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if you do not see me, it shall not be so. And as they still went on and talked, behold, chariots of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. And he saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes, and tore them in two pieces. And he took up the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from him, and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from him, and struck the water, saying, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he had struck the water, the water was parted to the one side and to the other, and Elisha went over. Now when the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho saw him opposite them, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha, and they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The intro it is verses from Psalm 47. The antiphon is from Acts chapter 1.
1: Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? Alleluia. This Jesus, who is taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Alleluia. Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. For the Lord The Most High is to be feared, a great King over all the earth. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. God reigns over the nations, God sits on his holy throne. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? Alleluia. This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Alleluia.
0: A reading from Acts chapter 1. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles, whom he had chosen. To them he presented himself alive after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. When he had said these things as they were looking on, he was lifted up in a cloud and took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way, as you saw him go into heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. reading from Mark, the 16th chapter. Afterward, Jesus appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, and they will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, And they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Continue with the Common Responsory on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens, Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. We continue with the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen and ascended. He is risen and ascended indeed. Alleluia. We're accustomed to Christian artwork that portrays Christ in the clouds, This I fear is an often overlooked detail. What is it about the clouds? We like to look at clouds and practice a bit of abstract artistic interpretation. We will challenge each other to see what we see. Look, it really looks like a duck wearing a top hat. Clouds also have a dark and ominous side. They can be signs that severe weather is coming and it behooves us to pay very close attention to those clouds. Clouds are even an important part of our vocabulary when we speak about tragedy. This week has once again brought heavy clouds of sadness and confusion and anger. The people of Uvalde grieve through a heavy, dark fog, and the world attempts to bear their burden with them. In the midst of the onerous and evil news, the sinful nature attempts to find its way out of the fog. In ways that are anything but helpful, horrific events like these are twisted for man's personal gain. It has been deemed a mental health issue and a gun issue among several others, but what is missing is the fundamental issue. It is a sin issue. No one really likes to talk about the sin issue, as it's not a very popular subject. It recognizes and confesses the darkness of the human condition and the utter depravity of us all. When we deeply think of the sin issue, we come face to face of the evilness of our own sinful nature. We have, by our own thoughts, words, and deeds, committed all kinds of atrocities against our friends and families. We live in a darkened world, in broken bodies, and with sinful hearts and minds. But these things are hard to talk about, impossible without the light of God. Plus, the sin issue cannot be wielded for our own benefits. In order to manipulate another with the issue of sin, I would have to convince you that I am not a sinner, but I know that I am chief of sinners, and so there is no weight behind my own attempts at power that you should do what I say. Therefore, it cannot be what I say, it must be what God says. The other issues can be garnered at attempts for human power and are weaponized to drive political will. This is what makes our remembrance and celebration of the ascension of our Lord that much more important. True power is given over to the Lord of life, true God, and true man. A man has all authority in heaven and on earth given to him, and it's not you or your political leaders. In the midst of political fog, cultural haze, or personal clouds, we take notice. Literal clouds and Figurative clouds both capture our attention. Whether the clouds are black, blue, gray, or puffy white, we pay an awful lot of attention to clouds. That is, unless they're painted in pictures with Jesus. If we're not paying attention, we might easily gloss over the clouds as artistic symbolism painted to make happy effects or to show that Jesus ascended into the sky, the place of the clouds. The clouds at the ascension of Jesus were more than just mere symbolism. They weren't accidental or coincidental. These clouds were literal. To any hearer of the Old Testament, the clouds were spoiler alerts, giving away the all important punchline. It's probably best to translate this word where St. Luke tells us a cloud to Christ out of the apostles' sight with a capital C. Cloud with a capital C would here then match the capitalization of the title Holy Spirit. This is something we mustn't miss. The Holy Spirit covers Christ because the Holy Spirit is the one who reveals Christ to the world in the very places and in the very ways God himself has given. Through his holy word and his holy sacraments, the Holy Spirit enlightens and keeps those whom he gathers. The ascension of our Lord is a very important day because now a man sits on the throne of God. The Son of God has left the bosom of the Father, taken on human flesh, suffered and died, descended into hell, rose from the dead, and now sits at God's right hand. This means a man now judges the living and the dead. Your brother, Jesus Christ, has won forgiveness and opened heaven to all believers, and he gives this gift to you. Rather, the Holy Spirit takes all that is Jesus's and gives it to you. All this is shown by the cloud. Consider what happens here. The cloud concealed Christ from the apostles. Then the angels told them that Christ will return in the same way that is on the clouds. John introduces his vision by telling us that Christ will return with the clouds and every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him and all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Jesus himself, twice, describes his return in this way, saying in Mark 13 and 14 that the Son of Man will come, visible to all and in power in the clouds. This isn't without historical background, of course. This is all set within the very context of the Old Testament, in the history of God's merciful interaction with Israel. Clouds and smoke show up in many places. There are clouds of judgment and clouds of mercy. What you may not know is that the Hebrew word for cloud means a covering, Even more fun is the word for heavens is related to the word for water. So when you put related words together like heavens and water and cloud and covering, you today know exactly what that means. God saves his people through water, covers you in baptism, and gives you a new life. All this is seen in the cloud for us, God has recorded even more in the Old Testament, and we learn it was a great cloud that concealed the divinity from the eyes of the people so as not to destroy them in the wilderness, at Sinai, occasionally in the tabernacle and at the temple. This cloud hid God's destructive holiness from them in order that they not be destroyed. It, but it also showed them where God was to be found. Get this, he not only concealed... He also revealed. He convicted the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. All he did, he did for the sake of mercy, knowing where God was, where he promised to be in his law, in the temple, leading them through the desert. His people could approach him in repentance and faith, bringing their petitions and praise. They could be cleansed and restored to his fellowship. In the temple, the cloud covered the Holy of Holies. And what is contained within that sacred space? The Ark of the Covenant, God's throne on earth, whose very cover is in Hebrew kofar, that is, mercy seat. Go back a bit further, and you hear of God setting his bow after the flood into the clouds. Directional prepositions become important. As here we read the very direction, God aims the pointy end at his own heart and away from the earth. The clouds, really the Holy Spirit, hold the bow in place and make sure the arrow hits Christ and not us. His judgment is poured on Christ. No longer will the water of the heavens destroy the world. Instead, the water which flows from the side of Christ will drown the old Adam. And new life will be created, regenerated, and renewed with everlasting water mixed with the blood of him who is the way, the truth, and the life. This judgment, this bow set towards Jesus, is shown with another important showing of the cloud. Just before Jesus walked to Jerusalem, the cloud appears at the transfiguration. There, Christ speaks with Moses and Elijah about His upcoming crucifixion. More pointedly, Luke uses the word Exodus. If you remember, there was death and deliverance and who leads the way? Who sets himself between Israel and Egypt? God. There's a pillar of fire and cloud. Just for fun, take a look this week at how many of the plagues and workings of God throughout Exodus combine elements or are related to clouds, water, and blood. Connect this back now to the transfiguration. The apostles would have this in their mind, so when Peter suggests they skip the whole suffering and exodus piece and jump right to the end of the story with the promised land, a bright cloud overshadows them, and a voice from the cloud says, Be still and know that I am God. Listen to my beloved son. This is not your time to speak. It is your time to listen. This is my son doing my will on my mission. Do you think that you are smarter than Moses and Elijah? I am well pleased with his obedience. I know what I send him to do. My wrath against your sin I have notched in my bow. It is aimed at him. Listen to him. The cloud is light, but it conceals the source of the voice which comes out of it. Still, even though the cloud protects our Lord's inner circle, there is enough in the rebuke that Peter, James, and John fall on their faces and are terrified. The voice at Sinai which came out of the cloud and that which later whispered to Elijah was the pre-incarnate Christ, the mediator between God and man. But here the voice is distinct from the sun, though bore by the same cloud. The voice doesn't tell them to obey the law of Moses given on Sinai, but to listen to Jesus. And, by implication, to listen to him talking about his upcoming crucifixion and not about what he wants for dinner. (laughs) Now, certainly, the Father wants us to listen to the laws given on Sinai, to all of the Old and New Testaments. But here, the Father, speaking from the cloud, zeroes in on the heart of it all. Listen to Jesus' talking with the prophets about his sacrifice. The cloud bears the voice of the Father who witnesses to Christ. Now, where do you listen to the Son talking with the prophets about his crucifixion? When you read the entire Bible in light of the cross. That is when you recognize that all of the holy scriptures testify of Christ and his work. Then you are listening in the way you were directed. Most English translations say the cloud overshadowed the three apostles. It's a rare word. It means to cover and indicates the cloud is resting in a certain place and not just blowing Through like a bit of mist. Surprise, surprise, this happens to be the word that is used of the Holy Spirit in regard to the conception of Christ. He overshadowed her and she conceived. There he isn't called a cloud, just the Spirit. But he acts like the cloud that led the temple, that lit upon Sinai and inhabited the tabernacle and the temple. Brothers and sisters in Christ, every time we see a cloud, we ought to repent and rejoice. It is fine to use them to practice our feasts of abstract interpretation and persuasive skills, but we should never see them as nothing more than meteorolo- meteorological phenomena. It should cause us to ask Is that the Holy Spirit? Is Jesus coming with him even now as he promised in the same way that he departed? Am I ready for him? Am I eager? Then it should drive us to the word and his holy table, for we do not stand looking into heaven. We kneel at the altar and receive his holy word, which is able to save our souls. Hallelujah! Christ is risen and ascended. He is risen and ascended indeed. Alleluia. We sing hymn TLH 260, O Lord, look down from heaven, behold.
1: It seems quenched on every hand Men suffer not thy word to stand Dark times have not with one consent on thy pure doctrine grounded while they parade without word show they lead the people to and fro in errors maze are Shall our speech forbid us? By right or might, we shall prevail. What we determine cannot fail. We own, O Lord and Master. Therefore, saith God, I must arise. The poor my help are needing. To me send my people's cries, And I have heard their pleading. For them my saving word shall fight, And fearlessly and sharply smite the poor with might defending. As silver tried by fire is pure from all adulteration, so through God's word shall men endure each trial and tribulation Its light beams brighter through the cross And purified from human dross It shines through every nation Defend thy truth, O God, and stay This evil generation Found, but thou art our salvation.
0: Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the holy Christian church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, For those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. O King of glory, Lord of hosts, who didst on this day ascend in triumph far above all heavens, we beseech thee, leave us not comfortless, but send to us the Spirit of truth promised of the Father. O thou who with the Father and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have graciously kept me this day. And I pray that you would forgive me all my sins where I have done wrong and graciously keep me this night. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen.
1: Christ has been raised from the dead Alleluia! Alleluia! Christ our Passover lamb has been sacrificed Raised from the dead he will never die again Death has no more dominion over him. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia. Alleluia. Dying, Christ dies to sin once for all living he lives to God. Count yourselves as dead to sin and alive to God. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia. Alleluia.
0: us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen. We sing hymn TLH 485, Lord Jesus, who art come.
1: Jesus, who art come, a teacher sent from heaven, and by both word and deed, God's truth to us hast given, thou wisely hast ordained the holy ministry that we thy flock may know the way to God through thee. Thou hast, O Lord, returned to God's right hand ascending, yet thou art in the world Thy kingdom here extending to preaching of thy word in every land and clime thy people's faith is kept until the end of time. O blessed ministry of reconciliation that shows the way to God and brings to us salvation. Thine, thine evangel, pure, Lord, thou preserves thy foe Dost call in light and keep, Dost comfort and uphold. Preserve this ministry, While harvest days are keeping, And since the fields are white, and hands are few for reaping. Send workers forth, O Lord, the sheep to gather in. Let not a soul be lost, which thou art come to win the servants Thou hast called, and to Thy church art giving. Preserve in doctrine pure and holiness of living. Thy Spirit fill their hearts Endure their tongues with power What they should boldly speak O give them in that hour They bless thy word away Our souls forever feed and may we never lack the faithful shepherd's leading. Seek thou the wandering sheep, bind up the sore breast lift up the fallen ones, and grant the weary rest. Bring those into thy fold Who still to thee are strangers Guard those who are within Against offense and dangers Press onward with thy word Till pastor and his fold. Through faith in thee, O Christ, thy glory shall be whole.